Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast, hosted by the always smart-assed and brutally honest Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, two-time winning fitness champion, certified personal trainer, the first ever vegan world naturals bikini pro, author of Jacked on the Beanstalk, plant-based fuel for vegan athletes, and has an ass that's out of this world. Along for the ride is Sarah, her sister, a stay-at-home mom who drives a minivan, makes a mean fudge brownie, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and without regret, to unlock and share the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit, to boldly go where two very different but genetically similar minds probably shouldn't go. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and come along for the ride. What is up, everybody? What is that? <laughs> no, Sarah. That is uh, not cool anymore. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but thanks for that. What is up, everybody? And welcome to the very first official episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. I am your host, Sam Shorky, and I'm so freaking excited to finally launch something that I have been honestly longing to create for such a long time. And assuming all goes as planned and I receive some positive feedback on this podcast, I will make it a regular thing, uh, hopefully bi-weekly, and incorporate all kinds of good shiz... Uh, into future episodes. Things like interviews with some of my own personal heroes and mentors, lots of discussion on anything and everything from personal development, building confidence, to, of course, vegan health and fitness, the ups and downs of being a fitness competitor. And, of course, I'm going to sprinkle each and every episode with that good old smart-ass and uh, sometimes inappropriate, I have no filter, shorky pizzazz. I'd also love to include a uh, question and answer segment during each episode where I will gladly answer any questions that my listeners may have, but uh, we do need some listeners for that. So please uh, hit the subscribe button if you do like the show and feel free to send me an email at sam at jackedonthebeanstalk.com if you have a question you want answered on a future episode. Since this is our very first episode, I figure I should also explain why I'm branching out into the podcast world. The short answer is that I am a trainer and nutrition coach, as most of you already know. And in my work, I kept noticing a lot of similar thought patterns in my clients and the same issues and struggles that kept coming up over and over. These are things like poor body image, lacking in confidence, lacking in motivation, uh, fear, intimidation when they're hitting the gym, not to mention the major guilt and anxiety that many of my clients were experiencing every time they were falling off the wagon with their fitness and nutrition. I found that I was spending a lot of time answering emails and the insight that I was providing, uh, it seemed to really help in building their confidence and keeping them motivated. And at the same time, as cheesy and lame as this sounds, it was kind of enriching my own life as it forced me to really practice what I was preaching. It felt really cool to not only provide my clients with a vegan meal plan and a training program, program, but with a joy and inner peace 
plan, as I like to say. I also noticed that despite my big claim to vegan fame, being that I'm the first ever World Naturals bikini pro, my most popular blog posts were never actually my recipes or my workouts. They were the real and raw posts about my random life experiences. Women from all over the world were literally resonating with these posts where I exposed my personal struggles, my insecurities, and even my dating life. And it showed me that vegan or not, health freak or not, literally we're all struggling with the same shit. And we're all just going about our daily lives, trying to be happy, trying to feel secure, and just wanting to share that human connection. I realize I'm totally rambling, but all this... (laughs) Quiet. But all this being said, in an attempt to better serve not only my clients, but also myself and anyone else who wants to listen to my non-professional, uncertified, vegan, hippie, meathead ramblings, I decided to branch out and create this personal development Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast and co-host it with none other than my smart-ass big sister, who also works at Jacked on the Beanstalk. I know she will make a kick-ass co-host because Sarah knows me better than anyone. She always speaks her mind, has no problem calling me out on my bullshit, and has far more common sense than anyone else I know. Her voice is uh, also far less irritating than mine. I don't know. I I feel like Sarah maybe sounds a bit more Canadian than me even. Uh, I guess you guys can be the judge. So let us welcome Sister Sarah. G'day, eh? (laughs) Was that your attempt at sounding uh, Canadian? That was Canadian and a lot more annoying as well. Oh, okay. Right. Gotcha. Trying to be funny. Okay, cool. All right, Sarah, why don't you tell our listeners why we've decided to make this first podcast all about jealousy and or why we shouldn't compare ourselves to others? Well, oddly enough, it actually started uh, with the intro to this podcast. We had some pretty good laughs uh, while writing it. Um, At one point, we mentioned Sam's out-of-this-world ass and then refer to mine as mediocre. We thought it was funny, but apparently a lot of people uh, were taken aback and concerned about my feelings. The funniest part is I wrote that line. But everyone assumed that Sam wrote it, like as if she's some cruel bitch who always makes her poor, ugly duckling sister the brunt of her jokes. (laughs) So that led to a discussion about the importance of laughing at oneself, how we believe that stems from confidence. And despite Sam being known for her looks, I've never been jealous of her. We thought we had this great intro. It was so funny. And everyone immediately, oh, poor Sarah. That's so mean. That's so unfortunate. And, you know, it never even crossed our mind for a second that this was mean to Sarah at all. So, Sarah, I guess, why do you have a much thicker skin and better sense of humor than the other people who heard the intro? confidence is a big part of it Uh, but having said that I'm just like every other woman out there you strip me of my clothes throw me in front of a mirror and I'll have no problem finding four or five things I could change but at the end of the day it's my ass who cares (laughs) the size of my ass is not high on my priority list I mean being healthy is important to me And as much as I like to pull on a pair of jeans and not feel like my center is going to explode, for me, (laughs) exercise is more about my mental sanity. 
if I'm a lazy turd, it really does affect my moods and my sleep. But it's not about being skinny or jacked or having an ass that looks like two human heads on a pair of legs. It, <laughs> to me, it's about feeling good. When you feel good on the inside, you feel good on the outside. It's, it's lame, but it's true. And as much as I like the idea of being super buff, I'm a mom. I'm sculpting two small humans. Going to the gym for three hours a day... I ain't got time for that. And I think it is important that we acknowledge it's not as though Sarah is incapable of having a giant ass that looks like two human heads on a pair of legs. I enjoy that one, by the way. I think it's that she chooses to not have that as her goal. She's an amazing mother. Her house is far cleaner than mine. And instead of obsessing over how many grams of protein she's had or squatting 200 pounds, she's getting excited about drawing up plants for how to organize her kids' toys. <laughs> and it's funny because we've always described ourselves to people by saying, I got the body, she got the face. That's been, that's been our sister line to everyone we meet. And it's hilarious how uncomfortable it makes people feel. And they immediately jump to our defense saying, oh no, but you both have beautiful bodies or you both have beautiful faces as though we're saying it seeking their validation or something. My personal favorite is asparagus and potato. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Growing up, we, we always referred to ourselves as I was the asparagus and she was potato. Growing <laughs> up? That was like five years ago. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was longer than that. But also ironic, being the fitness competitor and being known for the copious amounts of asparagus that I'm eating uh, when I'm in prep mode. It was meant to be. I do like potatoes as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely don't remember ever being jealous of you, Sarah, either. In fact, we shared a room together growing up, and I remember I had, or we had ice cream cone wallpaper, and you were, you know, a few years older than me, and you wanted posters of Bobby Brown. And yes, I, my yeah. side of the room was Bobby Brown, and yours was like My Little Pony or something. And I always thought that you were so cool. Well, I was incredibly cool. Yes, yes, of course, was. Despite never being jealous of each other, I do actually have a good example of jealousy that I can talk about from um, competing that people might resonate with. I think we should define what jealousy is. Jealousy is an emotional reaction, probably triggered for most people by a past wound when something in the present reminds us of that past hurt. And because this past thing hurt us so much, we remember it and it becomes hard for us to forget it. Jealousy kind of becomes a part of us. It's like a wound or, or a fear. And more than likely, when it surfaces, it's not helpful, and it probably takes more control over us than we want it to. So my example, a couple of years ago, there was this gorgeous girl. She's tall, brunette, curvaceous, sweet, nice, super cool. No, I'm not describing myself. This gorgeous girl kicked my ass at a fitness competition. Let's call her Rosie. Truthfully, we never had any beef, 
and I have nothing pardon the pun <laughs> and and I have nothing bad to say about her in fact we trained at the same gym we'd always chat about our preps and we always wished each other good luck in our competitions but go figure provincial championships rolled around and we were set to compete against each other in fact we went on stage one right after the other she went on and I was right behind her and man she wiped the floors with me not only did she win first place for our division and rocked it I swear the judges did not even notice me next to her. She then went on to take the overall title at that show and win an IFBB pro card at nationals, which is a huge deal for a Canadian to get. This girl was the full package. She's beautiful inside and out, yet instead of being happy for her and proud of her for accomplishing something so incredible, I was jealous. It's not that I discredited the extreme dedication and hard work that she put into making it to that level. I was just jealous of the fact that she beat me. Jealous that she was getting all this media attention and sponsorships and photo shoots and I wasn't. I was comparing her to me and making myself out to be the loser. Telling myself that, oh, she's better than me. She has a better body than me. She's prettier than me. And it wasn't actually until months later when I was flipping through an international fitness magazine. And here I opened up this two-page advertisement. And there she was, gracing the pages. And she looked amazing. And she had that same beautiful and kind smile that she always had every time she'd greet me at the gym and we'd talk talk about prep life. And in that moment, I actually realized what a douchebag I had been for letting such a petty emotion get the best of me. I acknowledge that it's not okay to let this wound of her beating me and the fear of her being better than me temporarily affect my happiness or my relationship with her. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't feel hurt when somebody violates our trust. If the love of my life cheated on me, damn rights I'd be validated in feeling hurt and betrayed by him. The truth is, in, in order to grow as a person, I had to move out of that victim mentality. I had to let go of the past and those competitions, focus on the present, and move the hell on with my own life and my own aspirations. Rosie may be living it up uh, in the States these days, competing at the Olympia, getting paid the big bucks to promote hugely famous supplement companies, but that's that's her life, and I'll bet that she has zero interest in hosting a podcast or writing a vegan blog. My point is that we need to take ourselves outside of ourselves when jealousy strikes and accept that it is what it is and so what? Or better yet, we need to take our heads out of our own asses, be it a glorious ass or a mediocre one, and accept reality. There will always be prettier girls, skinnier girls, smarter girls, stronger girls, and funnier girls than me. Okay, fine. And there will always be less attractive girls, dumber girls, and girls with even more mediocre asses than Sarah. <laughs> it is what it is, is my point. That is my reality, and it's your reality. And there's really nothing to gain from the comparison of myself to any other girl, because this is the body and mind that I have been given. So I might as well be kind and gentle to it, because... There's only one mind and one body I can control, and that is mine. And ultimately, believe me, I hate every lame fitness meme that says this, but it's so true. The only reliably useful competition I have is with myself. My talents, my successes, my value, and my ass are entirely unique to me and my purpose in this world. 
And it's for this reason, comparisons can never even be fair because we always compare our worst selves to the best that we presume in others. And I admit, social media is so horrible for contributing to this. Maybe this sounds bad, but I actually unfollowed Rosie on social media. And it wasn't at all because I was taking a stab at her or being childish, but simply because seeing her photos made me feel badly about myself. Whether it was jealousy, insecurity, or judgment that was coming up for me, it doesn't matter. And I do this all the time on social media. If someone's pictures or posts make me feel bad about myself in any way at all, I unfollow them because I just don't want those negative vibes around me. It's too easy to compare my backstory to their highlight reel. And that's what social media is. And we forget this all the time. No one's posting about their sad and lonely moments at home in their flannel, saggy-ass pajama bottoms. We only post the things that we think will make us seem cool. And that's what we're seeing on social media. And then we compare ourselves to what we're seeing. And it's not reality. And no, I'm not saying that I unfollow every hot fitness chick because I'm a jealous hater. But I choose to follow people who inspire me and bring joy into my life. And I want to see and learn from people who share similar values to me. Yes, seeing a perfect ass can motivate a desire within me to go hammer out some squats and lunges at the gym. But I also interpret that feeling as being a byproduct of, I'm not good enough, but I will be when I have her ass. When I'm always looking down other people's paths thinking, I should be like her, I fail to move along my own path. Which brings this podcast full circle back to discussing our own asses. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be interested to know how many times we've said ass in this whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, going back to what you were saying about jealousy stemming from hurt or fear, uh, because we are all too familiar with hurt and fear. I think maybe that's why people reacted the way they did and immediately felt bad for me. It's kind of sweet that people were worried about my feelings. I sincerely appreciate the concern. But it was unnecessary, my friends. We're all impressed with Sam's ass. Thank you. She can lift 250 pounds with just your ass. Not quite that much, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, and men look at her ass like it's the eighth wonder of the world. Um, (laughs) I wish. But that doesn't mean I resent her bulbous ass. Maybe in today's world of giant asses, mine pay in comparison. I mean, hell, we could take a poll and if Sam's ass scored higher than mine, who cares? Seriously. (laughs) Most importantly, I like my ass. It just comes down to that. And besides, my ass is of a different time. Back in my day, we didn't (laughs) want huge asses. I'm old school, all right? The school of reasonably proportioned asses. Okay, so I realize this first podcast (laughs) is a little all over the place, but cut us some slack. It is, after all, our very first one. But I do want to leave everyone who suffers from jealousy or comparing themselves to others in a negative way with few helpful tips and suggestions. Don't act on jealousy. Recognize it. Take a deep breath if you need to. Meditate on it. Acknowledge the fear, that past wound that is taking over and the urge to react in a jealous or judgmental way, but just sit with it for a little while and don't actually react just yet. Now I want you to imagine your better self, the cool and confident, chill version of you. Do you wanna be a crazy, jealous psychopath? Or would you rather just be secure in yourself, confident, positive, and relaxed, and go about your day 
as that person. Imagine this better self and try to act consistently with that version of you. I know I say this all the time, but it's so true. A negative body image or negative mindset gives off equally negative vibes to the universe. Your outer experience equals your inner reality, people. Positive vibes plus positive attitude equal positive life, homies. And one that I had to learn for myself, try to be less self-centered. Yes, this is coming from a very self-centered yeah. person. <laughs> Says the bikini competitor. <laughs> but what I mean is when we're jealous, we think the whole world revolves around us. Why wasn't I invited for after work drinks? Or why does my gym crush always talk to that skank in the sports bra? Everyone seems to like the new girl at work more than they like me. And I realize it's impossible to not make judgments about anyone and everyone but remember the judgments they're just opinions they're not facts and the world does not revolve around you when we remove ourselves from the center of everything we expand our hearts to include everyone not just us so be happy for others just like you have your shit you don't know what they're dealing with too and instead of being self-centered, explore yourself. Stop caring about what other people think about you and figure out yourself. What do you love? What do you really want in life? What is your idea of success? There are far too many people who live their lives for the purpose of accomplishing what they think other people want from them. Look at every day like it's an adventure. Put yourself in new situations. What makes you feel happy and joyful? Instead of focusing so much on other people, get to know yourself. Get out of your comfort zone. Stop trying to be who you think the world needs and wants you to be. Also equally important, and this is something I've personally been working on quite a bit lately, is, is removing the toxic people from your life. And instead, have adventures outside of your normal circle of friends. Explore other cultures and places and social circles. The world is so diverse and it's so easy to get stuck in our own little circle. And there's a whole world of cool new people out there and experiences just waiting. So go for it, man. And finally, come up with your own little mantra or mission statement to say every day. And this is something that I truthfully do every single day. I like to meditate first thing in the morning, even if it's just for five or 10 minutes. But even if you don't meditate and you just want to print this out, put it up on your fridge, recite it in the shower or whatever, even just every time you feel jealousy creeping in or you find yourself comparing yourself to others, come up with a little mission statement. It could be something as simple as, Today, I am honoring my body, I'm believing in myself, and I'm not caring what other people think. Or, today, I'm going to see the beauty in everything, everywhere I go, and in everyone I'm with. If all this is too yogi, hippie for you, then make your mantra something as blunt and simple as, today, I'm using my energy to develop myself, and I'm not going to be a judgmental asshole to others. There you go. Is that one better, Sarah? Yeah, that speaks a little bit more to me. Whatever it is, remind yourself of that truth every day. For me, it's that I know my little vegan story in this world is going to have an impact. And I am who I am for a reason. I can't control the opinions of others because being me is more than enough. And comparing myself to others only robs the world of my uniqueness. And her ass. <laughs> and on that note, I think it's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. 
this is something that we will leave you with the grand finale of each and every episode we will be singing boy are you in for a treat yes we'll be singing a verse of a song that's relevant to each episode just so you guys know sarah and i actually won a karaoke contest a few years back not for most talented but for most entertaining all right so sarah seeing as our topic is uh, jealousy what song from the 80s will we be singing to end today's podcast episode i feel i have to be slightly honest here my initial googling was a little bit wrong i thought of Jealous Guy by John Lennon, which technically was released in 1971, but Roxy Music did do it in the 80s. But then further Googling told me that it was actually released in 1990 when I thought it was 89. So oh, damn, I'm a little off here. We'll let it slide because it's our first episode. So let us sing the first verse. And we hope this really resonates with everyone. Here is John Lennon's Jealous Guy. <clears throat> I was feeling insecure You might not love me anymore I was shivering inside (laughs) I was shivering inside I didn't mean to hurt you I'm sorry that I made you cry. Oh, no. I didn't want to hurt you. I'm I'm just just a jealous guy. Woo! All right. <laughs> that was great. That was really yeah, good. Yeah. We did we did excellent. Nice work. That's it, guys. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. And a huge thanks to our vegan pal, Aaron Flynn, for uh, producing this podcast here at the CHUO Studios right here in Canada's capital, Ottawa, Ontario. I will finish with my favorite little words of wisdom. Don't preach, inspire. Shorty Sisters out. Goodbye.